Hello, we're back. I'm back, Emma Laval, host of the Life Atelier podcast, in case you're new to listening to this. And yeah, I took a longer than expected break from recording these episodes, but Rita, my dog, is snoring behind me. I was about to take her for a walk and she's <laughs> she's dreaming quite enthusiastically. So I thought, oh, I'll record it now. And, and I wanted to record this episode because firstly, I've really missed doing the podcast, but it had to had to take a back seat because I've been, I want to say like completely tearing apart my business and creating a new one, but that's not true at all. It's been this process of decluttering and then discovering, oh, there it is. There's the business that I wanted underneath everything, which is very, very cool. So there's been like an evolution and I've brought together everything that I've been teaching. There's been a lot of clarity for myself because I've been through, yeah, quite a challenging, quite a challenging year, although it's now more than a year of being challenging. But then, as I discussed with my coach on Tuesday, actually, it's just life. Like, I've been living. (laughs) I've been living a human life for the last year or so. And a human life has challenges as well as amazing moments. And, And the challenges are also really amazing because the challenges are the bits This is very British to call it challenges, like the periods of being a fucking nightmare, let's say. Um, These are the moments where you get very honest with yourself and there is this, I would describe it as like rawness, but also that kind of feeling of something very sharp that's, you know, that's amazing as well. So it's been difficult, but it's been amazing. And I have come out of it (laughs) like very very enthusiastic about coaching and wanting to show other people like you can do it we can do it so so yeah so that evolution is now Studio Confianza and if you are not in Spain and you don't pronounce Confianza with a th you can call it Confianza if you like you can pronounce it however you like but I want to introduce it because Confianza is a term, there's an expression in Spanish which is hay confianza and it basically means there is trust between us. So you would say it to people if you want to let them know like, hey, it's okay, you know, be yourself, ask for what you need, tell me what you need, like you're invited and it just lets people know like you're safe, you're loved, you're okay here and I love it and it just felt like absolutely the right fit because I realized what the thread was, that is unusual grammar I'm choosing, but I realized the thread, (laughs) the thread that was running through everything that I've been doing with life coaching, with English teaching, with scrapping about in my life is about self-trust. And I'd thought the focus was confidence, but what I realized was that confidence is the natural result of developing your self-trust. And when I realized that, it was just like, cling, like I suddenly realized, ah, this is what we're doing. So 
the new business, the evolution of the business or the decluttering of the business is all about helping you, helping other people to work on your own self-trust because it's magical. And when you have self-trust, you are your own biggest cheerleader and you know that you can problem solve. And instead of focusing on surface solutions, you focus on the causes and on the really like deep solutions and preventing things happening again, okay? Which I've got this image of like big deep roots of an oak tree and, and kind of like, like little moles getting into the roots and sort of, you know, patting and putting some vitamins and minerals in some areas and, you know, helping to fix others, which obviously I don't think that's how soil works, but that's how it is in my head. So if you're interested in Studio Confiantha, I'll just let you know, I've re, <laughs> rejigged, re, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, <laughs> I've updated the page that's got information about it, and if you're a current member, you're going to have access to these lessons, these projects very soon. Some of them will be familiar because I said it's, as I said, it's been a decluttering, and some of them are new. So the signature coaching course is around the basic model that I've used for a while, which is invest in yourself, create space, activate belief. And the projects are self-trust as the master key, practicing radical self-care, meeting your future self, and setting your values compass. So these are the tools that we use to invest in ourselves. And once we've invested in ourselves, then it becomes much, much easier, much more effortless to create space. And our projects in creating space are boundaries, better than a lightsaber, perfectionism, procrastination, and the joy of failure. And then do less, achieve more, yes. And this is probably the unit that I'm, unit or project I'm most excited about because this is what I've been learning to do, which is creating time. And for those of you that have your own business or you want to build your own business, now is the time to start. We're going to be focusing on that in the Minimalist Business School, which is included in Studio Confiantha. And those calls will be starting in May and they're on Tuesdays. And we'll be really looking at how to build a three-day week. And hopefully I can save you a lot of time with all of the mistakes that I've made <laughs> along the way. And then the third part of the course is activating belief. So this is where we use the self-coaching model, but through the confiantha, through the trust lens. There's also decide, do dopamine, which is the method that I use to just get stuff done instead of procrastinating. And then I've called it the extra secret speakeasy, speakeasy the speakeasy in your body, which is about learning to manage your nervous system. And as well as me learning how to create time and how to trust myself, the biggest, most powerful tool has been understanding that there is like this party going on in my body between the feeling of safety and being able to problem solve and then the like fight flight and then the freeze. And I really did get this image of like, you know, this secret party that's been going on that I didn't know anything about. And now that I know it's there, I can manage it. So we're going to work on those tools. For those of you listening where English is your second language, I've also added the self-study course, the English edit, which will help you to fill in the gaps with your English skills and your confidence around that. So if you're interested, you want to learn more about Studio Confianza, there's going to be a link in the notes for this episode, 
or you can just email me hello at emmalavelle.co. So today's topic to bring us back to the life atelier and working on your life is about life balance and I did this as a workshop you can watch the replay in the life atelier free community it's about an hour long but if you don't want to spend an hour on a replay we'll go through the main topics here or the main tools so the idea that I want you to sort of chew on and think about and see if this how much resistance you have to it is that when we move our focus from work-life balance just to life balance we can create the life that we want to be living with much like so much less effort because we're removing some of the tension that is naturally there when we feel that there are different compartments in our life and we're trying to, you know, make this compartment bigger or smaller. So the first step towards doing that is understanding that life is not linear. And I got coached on this a couple of months ago, where I realized that I thought there was a point where my to-do list would be finished, and that I was constantly working on finishing things. And actually, understanding that there is no finished point just helps you to zoom out a little bit. We're actually working in cycles and we're working in seasons. So we have these bursts of ideation and then we have, which for me is like the kind of spring period where we're creating ideas and we've got these bursts of energy. Summer is then like doing and making and making things happen. And then autumn is that reflection and winter is decision-making. Very interesting, if you have a 28-day hormonal cycle, Maisie Hill has a great book um, called Period Power. You don't have to have periods, it's still relevant if your periods have finished for whatever reason, or you don't have them, but if you do have a 28-day hormonal cycle, this book teaches you about how to apply these seasons through the month. For men, you have a 24-hour hormonal cycle and you reset every 24 hours. So we're already, when we think about life balance, we can approach this differently depending on how our hormones are working and running through and when we're getting certain hormones and when others are less powerful. So even the balance is there, okay? So this idea of cycles means that we're constantly in this fluid state of transitioning into other periods. And how we approach that is we learn to start checking in with ourselves. And this might feel like, oh my God, another thing to do. I need to check in with myself like throughout the day and all the time. <laughs> but you're already doing that in some ways without thinking. So for example, unless you're really, 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 really busy and stressed, we tend to realise when we're hungry or thirsty or we need the loo. It's not this conscious, am I hungry? <laughs> Do I need to go to the toilet? You just, your body lets you know. And actually your body is sending you these other signals about, okay, I need to do a bit less right now, or actually I need to get outside, or I need a bit more nature, or I need to have a nap right now. Your body's doing that all, that all the time, but you're not listening to it. And why aren't we listening to it? Well, we're taught not to, and we're taught not to 
pay attention to when we're tired and instead, you know, the idea is have a coffee, keep going. So when we are using life balance, when we master life balance, it will feel more like riding a bike or driving a car. You're just going to intuitively know when to lean in or lean out, when to slow down or speed up, okay? You don't need to constantly ask yourself, am I in a straight line? Am I going in a straight line? Which you used to, right? When I was learning to drive, I had, I think, three hours of going up and down the promenade in Colwyn Bay because I couldn't drive in a straight line. And my instructor very wisely decided that it would be good to master driving in a straight line before we did other things. (laughs) Steve, poor Steve. He got me my test, so he did very well. But I think I made him rather stressed. There we go. Okay. So so don't worry that it's going to require constant effort and be another thing on your to-do list. It's just going to become intuitive. Now, how do we do this? So when we're doing a little research about basics and how we achieve balance, two places to look can be, firstly, your hormonal pattern, and secondly, your sleep pattern. And this just came up, I just did the workshop with um, a group, and sleep came up, and that was quite interesting, because that can be a very easy thing. If you are a night owl, and you're trying to work to the morning lark routine, you're already out of whack with balance. So we can easily redress the balance by looking at your sleep cycle and starting to make little changes that are aligned with your sleep chronotype. I'll put a link to my favorite sleep chronotype quiz in this episode notes. Um, And also it will be on the Notion document. So I'm gonna give you a Notion document, very exciting, with all these notes as well. So you can click on that and have a look at them. Now, in terms of actual tools, if we come back to the coaching tool that I mentioned, which is in Studio Confianza, create space, invest in yourself, activate belief. Our first tool is to create space by removing the pressure. So we look at the other things in your life that are making you speed up. And rather than just looking at, okay, this is the thing that's making me stressed, how do I remove it? Because that may not always be possible immediately. It might be the job, it might be that you're experiencing illness or someone in your family is experiencing illness. But what we can do is we can take away some of the other things that are adding little bits of extra pressure and making you speed up. So that might be delete social media for a few days or a few hours or a few weeks. Put your phone in a drawer just to tell your brain like, hey, we can... (laughs) (laughs) We can take a break from this. Um, Turn off the news. Read a book instead of looking at your phone or reading a book on your iPad. And I really like also to get rid of coffee, you know, or stop drinking alcohol. Like if you know that you have extra pressure coming on um, or already acting on you, getting rid of and not drinking things like coffee or switching to decaf can give your body a bit more of a break and it can help your nervous system to get back into a state of helping you out and supporting you. Our second tool is about creating space. And for me, sorry, our second tool is about investing in yourself. And I call these like little energy drops. And the essential idea is about how do you top up your tank before you do things? So rather than waiting until your battery is drained, I'm mixing my metaphors here, but you know, that's all right. 
rather than waiting until you've already lost your energy and it's gone, and then you think, oof, okay, I'm knackered, I'm gonna have a really big nap, can you go to sleep earlier the night before you have to do the thing? Can you do your 10 minutes of yoga in the morning when you wake up and start work 10 minutes later if you need to? Can you have your coffee, if you're still drinking coffee, or your cup of tea outside? If you can't get outside because of whatever reason, can you go to a window and look out of the window while you're doing it? (laughs) Or even put a picture of a forest on your desktop. Whatever it takes, however small it is, it means that you're putting a bit of energy back into your system, which will then give you the breathing space to find other opportunities, okay? So it's about energizing rather than refilling. Now our third tool is using the self-coaching model and putting clarity or life balance in the circumstance line. If you don't know what the self-coaching model is, there's a link that will explain how it works for you in the Notion document. And of course, this is something that we work on and we use in Studio Confianza. It's something that's very important to me. It's a real tool that we can actually follow through. But again, if you just need something fast, I've also put a link to Mel Robbins' five second rule, which is we can just count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and that will catapult us into doing the small thing that we need to do to create balance. Five, four, three, two, one, close the laptop. Five, four, three, two, one, stand up, stretch. Okay, so there are these little tools that we can do and they're really powerful and they really, really don't take long. So let me know how you get on. Thank you for listening. I'm so happy to be back. And if you've got topics you'd like me to cover, that are related to coaching, creating life balance, you know, anything about creating self-trust, send me an email and or connect with me in our community. And I will see you soon next week.